Welcome to Origin Gate. This is Wisdom's Echo with your thought for the day, and my name is Lindy Masters. Today I want to talk about the ability to see. We often talk about you need to see in the Spirit, or I see in the Spirit, or I see something uh, as God is speaking to me. And I want to talk a little bit about the ability to see it, what that looks like. And so I'm going to just uh, expand a wee bit on it. You know, the old prophetic movement or the prophetic movement had a way of seeing. I remember prayer meetings, you know, I've been a Christian for 41 years and prayer meetings often, you know, we'd pray and we'd say, I see this or I see a mountain or I see a fountain or I see a river or I see clouds or I see something. Um, and then, of course, I did deliverance for many, many, many years, 30 years, and I would see in the spirit, I would see demons or I would see strongmen or I'd see shadows moving through a room or whatever it was. And there was a way of seeing uh, let me speak about seeing for a minute. Some people have said, I don't see like you see, but nobody really knows how we see. We see how we see. But I have often, when I teach um, on seeing, I've often said that there are many ways of seeing. You know, there's uh, seeing with your eye, natural eye, seeing with your spirit eye, a feeling, a sensing within the inside of you and your belly. Um, there's a um, hearing, a hearing in your ear, you hear something, or um, it could be through dreams or visions or when you're praying and you see something like that. So there are very, you know, varying ways of being able to see. But I want to just talk a little bit about maturity today and the ability to see in this place of maturity in this decade we're coming into in this time that Yahweh has us for being able to do what the Father does. So how do I hone in this ability to see so that I, like Yeshua, can say, I only do what I see my Father doing? I had some folks recently say they had done some stuff in the stars and done some stuff on the planet. And I tend to want to see that um, mirrored in the in the natural. So, you know, in the newspaper, oh my gosh, just something happened to that star or something happened on the earth, this happened. And then you go, okay, they did that, that's awesome. Um, and I just said, well, what did you do? What do you mean you did this? What, what did you do with it? Well, how did you do that? And they said, well, we saw it when we were praying, so we did something. I said, but have you understood that just because you can see it doesn't mean that you have to do anything about it? And they said, well, well why would God have shown it to us then? And I said, I can't answer that for you because I'll tell you why. I was born seeing. I believe we're all born seeing. I believe that as we are little kids and the terror by night comes and we're frightened in the dark, we're frightened of things under our bed in the cupboard, you know, having the light off, et cetera, et cetera. It's because the enemy comes to frighten us and to scare us with the demonic so that we shut down our ability to see as a little child. Uh, and that means shutting the good and the bad down so that we won't see, and I believe it's a ploy of the enemy to shut down our ability to see and to forget where we come from, because Yahweh said, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb, which means that we were with him, in him, and around him before we were ever conceived by our mother, and therefore the ability to see has always been in us, it's always been upon us. And, and, and I think if we can learn how to see properly and how to discern what we're seeing, we perhaps won't have as much backlash as we've seen in the body of Christ because we only do what the Father tells us to do and we leave the rest alone. So the old prophetic movement had a definite way of seeing. We'd go into meetings and they would blindfold us and say, you know, 
prophesy over the person in front of you. And I remember I'd want to put my hand on them so I could feel if they were a male or a female because I was so nervous to rely on my senses or, you know, prophesy over someone you can't see or prophesy over someone from a long distance away, et cetera, et cetera. And so uh, this was all training us to see in a particular way. But let me say to you today, in today's world, as you and us are here today, we our desire is the compass of our, ho- our house. Our desire is the compass of our heart. So our desire is what sets that compass, the desire to see, the desire to step into the realms of the kingdom, the desire to see and do what the Father tells us to do. It is actually coming from the, des- from the, the desire in your heart, and that becomes your compass. That becomes your compass. So the Bible says that he gives us the desire of our heart. That's my compass. So the, the desire in my heart becomes my compass becomes the thing that I'm looking at, the thing that I'm activating, that I'm I'm watching and I'm stepping into and I'm working with. I just love that. My desire becomes my compass. Now, um, you need to activate this desire. You need to activate the uh, desire of your heart. You need to activate it. So how do we activate it? You know, activating it for me is maturity. It's that moving into it and saying, Father, I activate the desire of my heart. I activate it so that you give me the desire of my heart. I activate the compass of my heart. I activate it within me so that it will become my compass, sending me and pointing me into the right direction. So it comes from a a willingness within me. I speak it. I say it. I believe it by faith. A lot of us are wanting to see and do crazy wild things in the kingdom. Um, And when it doesn't happen, we just don't understand. I don't know if I've got faith. I don't know what to do. Why can't I see? And I keep saying, you know, the Bible says when Jesus comes back, is he going to find faith on the face of the earth? Is he going to find mystics or people who can see? It said, is we going to find faith on the face of the earth? So the faith that I have activates the compass of my heart. And when I've activated my house or my heart of desire, it begins to be a compass that then sets me in a direction of the ability to see. Maturity requires that I honor every encounter. And this is the problem as well. No matter how big or small the encounter, sometimes we're a little nervous to say it or embarrassed to say what we've seen. But honestly, we need to honor. Honor is amazing. Every encounter that we've had because that's what maturity requires. And I have found that as I've honored my encounters or honored what I feel like I saw by faith because I've activated the desire of the house of my heart and the compass of my heart, um, it might not be dramatic or spectacular, but I speak it out. And what I have found is as I speak it out and as I say something, it's almost as if Yahweh by the Holy Spirit goes, all right, they're gonna, they're okay with a little and I'll give them much. I'm going to start letting it become more and more and more and more. And I remember when I first realized I had a prophetic anointing, um, a prophet came to town and said, oh, you've got a prophetic anointing. And I thought I heard him say, you're a major prophet to the world. But really all he said was, you've got a prophetic anointing. He got up in our church of 1,100 people and he called a few people up to help prophesy with him on the rest, you know, for the rest of the people. And I sat there incensed with him because he didn't call me up. Why didn't he call me up? Doesn't he know I'm a prophet? Remember, I heard him say, you're a prophet to the nations. I didn't hear him say, Linda, you've got a prophetic anointing, which is vastly different to prophet of the nations. And I was so immature, I didn't even know how to honor that small little word that said, you have a prophetic anointing. I had moved right past that place to, you're a prophet to the nations. And so we have got to work through this 
and we've got to work in what Yahweh's got for us because maturity requires that we don't waste our encounters looking for the next big thing. You're not in a competition. This isn't a race. This isn't a race to see who can do the best, see the best, hear the most, have the most profound word. I tried that. It didn't work. Um, it's about in, just in loving the small that he gives us right now. Then, And when I do that, then the count, encounter can become bigger and bigger. I have no uh, desire. I don't get up in the morning. Go, My desire this morning is to have a word for this country or this continent, to change the continent of Africa. Because honestly, that's a huge thing. And then there is much required of me to make sure that that actually happens because once you've given a word, you have to govern over the word and you're responsible for that word. You don't give the word, pat yourself on the back and walk away and go, well, if it doesn't happen, not my fault or your, you all's fault. That's not how this works. So maturity requires that we honor every encounter we've had and then we work through the encounter so that it can have its place to land. It requires that we don't waste our encounters by looking for the next big encounter. Now, why, what is this to do with the ability to see? Well, once I start walking in the place of activating my um, compass through my house, my desire of my heart, and I say, Yahweh, I am wanting you to give me the desire of my heart. These are the, I want to see. I want to see this stuff. I want to hear what you're saying for the sake of, of humanity, for the sake of the earth. Then I have to step into a place of maturity. And then when I have small, tiny, teeny, weeny little encounters, I must then walk in a place of incredible honor, loving every small encounter, loving every little thing that he gives me so that I can then step into the fullness of sight and seeing for bigger things. Now the scripture in Matthew 25 verse 23 says, His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. This is to do with the talents. You know, you gave me two, look, I've got this and whatever he said to them. He said, His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things and I will make you ruler over many. Enter into the joy of your Lord. <laughs> so this is what I did not do. He didn't say, well done, good and faithful servant, because you were faithful over the few, because I didn't hear the few. You have a prophetic anointing. You can see, you've got a prophetic anointing. I heard, you're amazing. You're a prophet to the nations. Woohoo! here she comes. And so could he make me a ruler over many things? Absolutely not. It took a journey of, of a couple of years of dealing with rejection, dealing with betrayal, dealing with all the things that come with rejection because rejection is a big deal and it carries a whole lot of little bitty ones around it that, that cause you trouble, um, insecurity and just crazy stuff that I had to deal into before Yahweh could trust me with words that were bigger and give me sight to see bigger things. As a footnote on the ability to see, I want to say to you, be Cautious not in the ability to see, be cautious not to um, ever say, I'm seeing so much stuff right now that I don't want to see anything anymore. I don't want to see, it's too much. Just shut it down for me, it's too much. I, I just, I, I can't cope. Because when we do that, sometimes we can uh, uh, impede the ability to see for several years um, where it just lifts off us and it doesn't open up again in us. So, Rather than do that, just go, Yahweh, help me to govern all that I see. And in all that I see, show me which ones are my business and which ones are not. I can see all the time. I don't have to put it on or off. I can always see. So because I can see, does it mean that everything I see I have to prophesy into, deal into, talk into, or do anything into? Absolutely not. I don't have to come near it or do it or govern it or legislate for it unless I hear Father saying, 
that I need to do it. So I've had to learn to mature in the ability to see. I've had to learn to mature in my ability and what to do with what I see. So when I'm faithful in the few things, you have a prophetic anointing. You can see, Lindy. Then this creates a pathway. And then when the pathway is created, I have to walk on it and, 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 and celebrate each little thing that I can see. And then it creates in me sonship. I can walk into a place of sun, being a son, walking to a place of sonship. So how many of you have ever seen on the side of like your peripheral vision, you see something, you see something flash past you, just in the peripheral side vision. And you think, oh, what was that? You look, nothing, oh, and you walk away. That is the ability to see. But what has happened is in the church, we were never taught to honor the ability to see. So that peripheral vision, we just shut it down as, oh, no, it's nothing. Whereas I would turn towards it, walk in that direction, honoring the fact that I saw something, and then my sight would open and I'd see what it was that I saw. Many years of my life, it was always a demonic thing, and then I'd have to deal into it. But now I'm pushing more for the angelic, and so I see the angelic. Well, I'll see a, a flash of light, like a light bulb going off, and then I'll turn my attention towards it, look at it, and then honor it. It's small. It's tiny. It's a tiny little flash bulb, like bing. And I'll turn, look, and honor it. And in that place of honoring it, it will then take on a fully manifested form because why? I've honored the small, and then he allows me to see it bigger, the greater one. So we often say things like, look at your front door. Think, think about your front door. Explain your front door to me. And then explaining your front door, I go, oh, really? You can see because you're not at your front door. You're at home or in the back room or you're at work or you're somewhere else, but you can explain your front door in fine detail. You do have an ability to see, but because we want to see like, what, tra-la-la-la, big stuff so we can change the world and be a major prophet. Because we want that, we don't honor the small. So I practice seeing the small. Practice the what did I what, you know what does it look like what what would that look like to me what would it, you know what would the door look like what would this look like what if I saw an angel what would that look like and in honoring the small being faithful in the few things I then become a ruler over much and it takes me and creates for me a pathway which creates in me maturity and sonship so hallelujah what I love to do to activate people uh, into seeing and trusting your sight because remember the desire is the compass of our heart. And, and he gives us the desire of our heart to so activate the compass um, by faith, activating the compass of my heart uh, and the, the house of my heart by faith because of desire, is I'll say, think of someone who's not with you at the moment. And then in, by faith, go to them in the spirit. Stand in front of them. Look at what they're wearing. Look around the room. And then release to them, we're not going to be creepy and weird, but just pray something over them. Father, I thank you for healing in their body. I thank you that you, they're so lonely that you would just uh, let them know that you stick closer than a brother. Or I just pray for protection over them. I pray for peace over them. I pray for prosperity over their lives right now. And, and, and because of some of the stuff going on, healing is a big deal. And then pray for them. And when you do that, um, phone them perhaps and say, how are you doing? Uh, were you wearing a white shirt today? I think I saw you in the spirit and I just wanted to pray and bless you today and I just wanted to pray over you. If they said, nah, I wasn't doing that, that's okay. It doesn't matter. It's practicing the presence. It's practicing seeing, practicing to activate the ability to see. So we want to do that. We want to activate our ability to see so that we can walk into maturity, which will then begin to open up this pathway which creates mature sons. So celebrate your ability to see no matter how small it is. Shalom, shalom today.